And welcome to another show of Don't Get This Twisted. I am Rob, along with my co-host as always, Tina. How you doing, Tina? I'm good, Rob. How are you? Oh, absolutely pleasant. It's warm today. It is for the first time in a long time. <sighs> it's going to be, I think it's it's pretty yucky outside. It's yeah, only it's 77 it now. <laughs> it's supposed to be like 85 today. Only for a day, though. Only for today. And it's supposed to cool down tomorrow. So who knows? That's good. I have a lot of people coming over for Father's Day. And by the yeah. way, happy Father's Day. We got yes. Father's Day going on. That's correct. I forgot it'll be about that. After, well, it'll be over by the time we air this. Yes. But to all you fathers that are listening, uh, happy Father's Day. Correct. Thank you That's for right. doing what you do. Thanks for being dads, because yeah. being a dad sometimes isn't hard, is, isn't easy. And I say As, thank you for doing uh, what you do, because there's so many things to try to name them just wouldn't be right. Mm-hmm. So, and, yeah. and we can actually kind of throw that into the discussion today of how hard it is to be a man sometimes, because yeah. I think that's we I sent you a video of a trans man. So someone who used to be a woman um, who transitioned and. Um, did like a TikTok or some kind of shit like that, where they talked about how hard it is to be a man. Yeah. So I thought we you know, would play that. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Should we I, play I was going to say, yeah, go ahead. Okay. All right. Here, let's, uh, let's play this real quick. Nobody told me how lonely being a man is at closer friendships with random women I met in the bathroom before I transitioned at clubs because of how open women are than I've had in my eight years of transitioning because women are just so much more vulnerable and deep than men but to have known and I think a lot of trans men feel this is we knew what depth felt like before we transitioned we knew what it felt like to like have people want to hug us and to have people want to talk to us and to have a community and then you transition and you're just a guy walking down the street that people cross the street so that they're not near you and friendships are so much harder to build and people are colder What's hard is none of this invalidates how real and raw women and people who are in marginalized groups feel about cis white men. All of that's valid. But I also now understand why the suicide rate is so much higher in men. Because this shit is lonely. Nobody told me how lonely being a man is at closer friendships with random women yeah, I met. This is a headline from yep. so obviously um someone who lived as a woman for so long and then transitioned to be a man now lives in the world of the reality of being a man. Mm-hmm. I I kind of it kind of hit me hard when he was talking about um how easy it is to have relationships when between girls. And I think that that's probably very true Um, where he talked about saying, Oh, you know, I could get a hug or I could do this. Cause I think female relationships are like that. They're way closer than men Um, where it's just not the normal that men have that kind of relationship. And we do, I think most men generally handle things alone. Yeah. 
They they don't they don't uh, go to their friends and lean on them for the same as women do. (laughs) I I think that they will. But like I'll lean on some people, but I generally hold it in or there's a very small select group of people that I'll bounce things off of that are men. I, I have and I'll say that with females as well. There's a very small group either way, but um, I definitely think men hold things in way more. You know, I didn't realize that growing up and I grew up with a bunch of really solid men, but now that I've gotten older and in dealing with, with people on a, on a deeper level, I would say, um, I'm noticing that like I didn't, when I was growing up, it was understood that a man was supposed to make the money and the women were pretty much supposed to take care of the kids. Right. But I didn't realize in, in being the one to take in the money, you're not seeing your kids. You're not seeing your wife. You're not getting the, the joy out of raising your children because you're busy working to support them. It, it never really dawned on me how that would have felt. You know, even when my dad has said things or my brothers said things, I was like, I I never even looked at it that way because the way we were presented things was so this and that, that, you know, it wasn't up for, for a thought even plus not being a man, I had no idea, but seeing now that I having friendships with men that work a lot and they don't get to see their family, they don't get to be there for important things. Like I really feel for them now because all that effort doesn't get them any further in life with you know, subjects of the heart, but they still have to do what they have to do and they're expected to. And that, that's just my own view on like how it w- was supposed to be or my views with it, you know, what, what I was raised with. Yeah. I think we both were raised with the same thing um, <clears throat> because our, our dads are of that age period, right? They're coming out of, um, World War II dads, right? So, well, Vietnam for them, but they're coming out of World War II fathers, their fathers, right? So they're coming from that very much mom stayed at home and raised the kids and dad did whatever it took to take care of the family. Like my my grandfather lived in Tennessee, but hitchhiked across the country to Detroit to work in car factories so he could send money back to Tennessee so he could raise his family wow. to the point where like my grandfather slept in, in cemeteries. So he didn't have to spend wow. any money on a hotel room. So crazy, it, a totally different generation. But I think now men are still held to that high regard, right? Absolutely. And we've talked about it before where they have independent women like I'm going to go work and I'm going to do this. But you're still up on this level of you need to do this, this, this and this. So we're mm -hmm. with women's lib, though, they made men completely wrong and women completely (laughs) right. And men, men were the ones that inflicted all this on them. And so they had to fight against men. And in doing so, it's tilted the level on the other end. Like men, if they're back on their child support, can't 
can't leave the country because their passports get taken away and their licenses get taken away. Mm -hmm. And if that's not enough, if they can't drive and they're already stuck in a hole because they're not working or whatever's going on that they can't. And then you add all of that impounding a car for 30 days. Like that's what they do. That's what they do. If you don't have your, your bill paid up and, and it, the all or nothing, the black or white way of thinking for any one group is ridiculous because there's always exceptions to the rule. There's always times when things just he, you know, he may really be trying, but he's got some bad luck going on. Why is that not um, taken into consideration? I think I think men are not the problem now. I kind of think it's women because women feel like they could victimize a man now and we're not getting to the heart of the matter, which is we need to start being kind to everybody. Everybody needs to have a level playing field. Mm-hmm. And I think that in that men, men should be, they should be nurtured enough by women that they feel that they could be open with somebody. And we're going through this generation where guys don't feel that way. And it's scary. It's scary. For because sure. Men I- are our strength. I mean, they should be. That should be the, you know, provider protector. Those are the things that that men thrive on. Even physically a, in a society. Are. Right. But in a in a in a more uh, in society, you know, since the dawn of time, we've had these positions mm-hmm. where men we are. We're provider protectors. We're hunters. We're gatherers. That's what we do. And as we've gotten you know, technology and these things, we've switched those things, but there still should be a blueprint for that. Like there's nothing wrong with men uh, taking care of their children. I'm a single dad. Mm -hmm. I had him since he was six. I took care of him. That's, it's not that it can't be done, but the social norm. It's lonely being done. Oh no, it is. More of the part I didn't see. You know, because my mom was always the one to show up to the school mm-hmm. things. My dad just heard about them. But now mm-hmm. that my mom's gone and my brother and I are telling my dad stories about what went on, he's like, I had no idea. Mm-hmm. Here I was raising you guys and had no freaking clue all of these things were going on. Right. <clears throat> well, and just imagine if if I was the other side of that equation where I didn't right. have my kid all the time. Right. I couldn't imagine not having my kid. So dads that are out there who unfortunately get the deadbeat tag that are trying, they want to see their kid. They're, they're limited by every other weekend or they're limited by an angry ex who now is putting the thumbscrews to them because they can't pay the absurd amount that the courts yes. have, have thrown their way. Where instead of just saying, look, I'll, I'll let me see what I can do and we should be able to help each other. If you're a single mom I, and again, I'm jaded. It, take care of your kid. It's your mm-hmm. job. Yep. I whether whether, where he, whether he's there or not, doesn't matter. You had him. It's your job to make sure you provide. Period. Correct. And I took mine and I, I know, I've said it a million times on here. I got no child support. Zero. And we made it, we made an agreement for that and I'm okay with it. I, my job was to take care of my kid. That's Mm -hmm. period. And when I needed something, I didn't have to argue with my ex 
Now, if you're a deadbeat dad and you don't want to give money for shoes, then you're just a fucking idiot Mm -hmm. and you deserve what comes to you. But if you're there and you're trying and you want to see your child, stop using them as a, as a pawn. It's nonsense. Cause it's, it's just damaging men. We're, we're just doing more and more to them to make them not want to do anything. They're, yeah, because they're, if you're damned, if you do, and you're damned, if you don't, mm-hmm. you might as well take the path of least resist, you know, exactly. resistance. Th- Why that's would you exactly want to get all caught up in, in somebody's bullshit and telling you you're, you're wrong all the time. I, <clears throat> you know, so since I've, since I've been single and having friends that are single and I could go out more than, than normal, um, <clears throat> talking to men and hearing like their stories and, um, uh, seeing how they struggle, I I never really thought about all these things that are coming up because we were we were basically raised when women's lib was kicking ass. You know what I mean? And and men deserved it because they were really at the time taking advantage of shit and not, you know, not doing what they needed to do to take care of the responsibilities. I get why it started. But at some point, what we need to expect from everybody is that they do right by their children and each other and themselves by working as a team, the one that they were easily putting together to have the baby, they should be able to easily work on every day to make sure that, that everything is supported. Not just, well, I did my part. No, that's not, that's like the 50, 50 rule in a relationship. It doesn't exist. You know, it's like nobody just has to do 50 percent. That's not the way it rolls. So. Mm -hmm. But what I'm seeing now is how unfair it is to men, how life in general is. And then you throw on the loneliness like I never thought about that. But you're right, because girls go into the bathroom and they talk. I hate going into a public bathroom because I don't want to talk to anybody. Right. But. But when a man, and this is what I understand from my ex, when a man goes in to go to the bathroom, he, they skip, they skip at least one urinal. They try to go completely as far away from the next guy as possible. Well, Mm -hmm. I get why, but I also understand, yeah, there is a smaller community for them to be able to reach out to. Yeah, there's, there's no small talk in a men's bathroom. I mean, maybe at a club. All the things we're saying makes it sound dirty. (laughs) There's no small talk. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, exactly. I mean, I can probably see it at a club, but they're usually probably just talking about women. Yeah. Right. I I could see. And again, call me wrong because I'm not positive. I've never hung out in a women's bathroom in a club, but I'm guessing that if someone's having a bad night, walks into the bathroom and starts crying, there's a community there to find out what's wrong. Somebody will. I'll try to sneak out, but <laughs> no, but uh, in general, mm-hmm. and if a dude walks into a, into a men's bathroom and starts crying, people are letting him f- sit on the floor and cry. Mm-hmm. I guarantee it. They don't, they don't want none of that shit. It's not their business. They skip town. Now that's bad from a man's standpoint. Um, I think there should be more of a community of, Men saying, hey, like, get your chin up. You know, what's wrong? Um, See, men say, suck it up, even to each other. <laughs> well, yes, <laughs> like I know. When I you agree. say chin up, that means suck it up, you know, and 
as much as I, as much as I think as a society, women need to take a lot of the responsibility for men feeling so lonely and everything. So do men like you got to support women, support mm -hmm. each other. So men should say, you know, something. But I, I just something. think that it's, it's built into our DNA. This is thousands of years. This isn't it, like people think that it's a small sliver of what we are. We're talking four, five thousand years of DNA of men having to do whatever it took to make sure that the family survived. And I'm talking like that. way back. Mm. Um, but even now, like to me, you, you have to look at the reality of what's going on. I, I'm I hate to say that I'm lonely, but I am lonely because now I have a man that lives in the house who's. It stays in his room all the time and rarely chats with me and really doesn't talk to me about life. Almost nothing. Mm -hmm. And you're a talker, so it's it's got to be lonely. Yeah. I'm like so that with my niece and nephew. They're not big talkers. And I force it out of them. I literally say, so I'm sitting here for the next hour with my niece and nephew. Whether we, we interact will be on them. But if they put their phones down, there may be a 20 in it for them. Like I, I do stuff like that as I'm sitting with them to get their attention. Right. They don't make me pay them, which is cool. <laughs> but I just I just think that like my son talks. I just think that he's, you know, he's his own person now, which separates things. And I don't have a significant other. So I I am lonely, but I try to fill my time with whatever I can to keep my mind from going down roads they shouldn't. Right. Because, right. you know, what, what What do they say? The uh, idle time is the devil's something or other. Tools. You know, it's like, no, what is it? I thought it was idle hands. Idle no, hands it's it's idle tools. time is the devil's something. But I don't know. Um, I just think that we have to get to a point where we stop looking at men like that. And, and I don't know how it's, it's going to happen because society now wants to weaken the modern man. They almost pushing us out of whatever it took because women can now do everything. Mm -hmm. Right. Like, and I had a small argument with somebody about like that one time they were like, you know, we don't need men. And I was like, cool. Who's going to build your roads? Who's going to go fix the, the electrical wires? Who's going to go, you know, jump in the piles of shit when your plumbing doesn't work? It's not women. It, and, and people will say, well, women do those jobs. It's a minute, very, very small fraction. And we're talking almost none. They don't do enough that it would take to make everybody's plumbing work in a given day. Mm -hmm. Yes. So, um, oh, here it is. Idle time is the devil's playground. Devil's playground. Okay. Which makes sense because when you have tons of time to think about things, you start thinking bad thoughts. That's what the, what that should go for. I, I just think that we need to get back to a point where it's like, look, we need men. We need women. We're, we're equally as important in functioning societies. Mm -hmm. um, we're the balance. It, the Both yin and yang are the balance. Yes. Yeah. It's a yin and yang. It, it mm -hmm. is. Um, like I told you the one time, like, look, if you live alone and you're a female, you have no choice but to defend yourself. So if there's a, a racket in the middle of the night, it's up to you to check on it. 
But in in a relationship, the man should be the one going because he's supposed to be the protector of the family. That's his job um, to make sure his kids and his um, wife or girlfriend are taken care of. It's it's that thing where I, I heard a Steve Harvey um, bit today. I was uh, listening to a podcast and he does a bit where he talks about his wife and that he was with her as a, a young man. And then they didn't see each other for like 20 years. And then they got back together and got married. And he looks at her and he goes, I will kill everyone in this arena for you. Mm-hmm. And that's the reality. Like, it doesn't matter. Like before you're before something happens to you, everyone in here is dying or I'm dying to make sure you make it, you know, uh, out of that. So men are being looked at now as throwaways. Like we don't need them. And, and truly you do because in a functioning society of birthing people, (laughs) you have to have a man and you have to have a woman, regardless of what the media likes to tell you that you can be either. It's Mm -hmm. nonsense. We, it's it's true. Biology will trump you every time. Mm -hmm. So, you look at someone who used to be a woman in that in that clip we played who now has the hard reality of what it's like to be a man every single day. It's it's not easy and we're getting bashed more and more to where we don't want to be in relationships. We've talked about that on another podcast where it it's getting harder and, and harder to even want to get you in. Just be heterosexual white and educated god forbid like what is going on we're doing what we were taught was right to do which was go to school get educated you know try to try to fit the mold do your job and everything since when did that become a bad thing when the the modern media and some agenda push that forward like, like when that, when that dude used the word sis, I hate that fucking term. What does sis I, even mean? It's, it's the other, it's their way of saying straight people. Oh, which, we could just which say I, straight, cause then we wouldn't have to uh, Google all this shit. Uh, up. Well, I, I, and again, <laughs> I, I get shit and I'll probably get shit from friends that I know that hear this. Uh, it means to me, it means normal. Yeah. Because that's you the said societal normal, that kind of, that kind of stuck a kind of stuck a nerve with me because what really is normal it depends it's, on when you grew up and what your your bar mm. was set for you that's that's how i see it because normal for me isn't normal for you no but the societal normal we're talking about the mass majority of what human beings think that's the societal that that's normal. Really normal when you turn on i can't go i don't watch tv but if i'm with my dad and my cousin and i'm out there all i of course i'm watching it mm-hmm. and every commercial has has two men kissing every mm-hmm. commercial has um a black parent and a white parent every mm-hmm. every show has something on it and and to me personally i i don't care but i'm cool to not see anybody kissing on a normal on a normal uh, nighttime show, you know, like we're not talking, we're talking on local media. We're not talking on cable television. We're talking normal network TV. 
and I'm sitting with my niece and my nephew, I don't want to watch that around them. Right. You know, I it's uncomfortable for me. And and I know that they if it goes on in their world, cool, they're okay with it. But it didn't go on in my world like that. And I'm not okay with it. Not that I think that that we need to hide who we are. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying, does it have to be so in our face? Well, like I said, people hate when because I use the word normal all the time because it's a societal <laughs> I don't care because that's the reality of the world. And I'm talking about every continent on this planet. Yeah. Go, if you think I'm wrong, look at continents other than Western societies. So no Australia, no England, no America. Go go to Africa and talk about and say, sis, they'll be like, you mean everyone else? Because everyone else is the the. The other part of the equation, it's the smaller bit. So, and again, I'm not throwing shade or trying to be a dick or try to be mean, but normal society. And I'm talking about every regular normal society on this planet thinks that way. There are always going to be outliers and that's okay. And I'm not saying that we shouldn't have those. There should be diversity because there really is diversity in the world but to put to put someone who's gay on every show is not realistic because if you're four percent of the country you're really not four percent of everything mm-hmm. but now it's being pushed that again we're pushing the normal white male out of everything mm-hmm. and that's i think going to be a, a huge problem long haul because it's not it's it not realistic. Is. It's just not realistic. And mm-hmm. and here's the other part, though, like we've so we've being a, a man. Look, look at how men are treated in other cultures. So go down the line of of, let's say, white, Asian, Hispanic, black. And, and if we want to go with statistically speaking, you know, White males are probably in their children's lives 50% because divorce rate. Mm -hmm. Um, Hispanics stay and stay and because they don't get divorced very often. And they're generally more family oriented. Asians, probably the same way. And and blacks, you look at statistically speaking, about 68% of black households have no father in them. Mm-hmm. So why, why are we pushing these men away from their children? It's, it's, it's bad. Know. And, and we've did that show on what happens when there's not a father in the home. Well, mm-hmm. let them be part of the damn kid's life. Yeah. You know, in the, I saw, uh, I saw um, um, a video, I want to say on Instagram where they were, it was a black guy and he was talking about how it was when he was a kid and he was probably our age. And he goes, now the, the, the older men, let's say 28 year old men don't say anything to these young kids anymore on the streets. And he goes, when I was a kid, the, the men in the, in, in the town would whoop your ass and then take you back home to your mom. And mom would go, glad you whooped his ass. <laughs> Cause we had, we 
put we men or fathers on that level of victims though we didn't have Correct. a culture where everybody was a victim like if you if if my mom heard that somebody another uh parent had to had to uh say something to me mm-hmm. i was gonna get it she wouldn't <laughs> have wanted anybody to put her hands on me she would have saved that for herself but if somebody had to reprimand me and she caught wind of it my my ass was in trouble like oh period. yeah me too and then and then hope to God she didn't say anything to dad because then I'd have to hear about it all over again. Yeah. And by that get time, another I'm like, weapon. forget it. No, it, I normally just got one. But oh, I, okay. I got That's one. That's good. That's the point. I got one. You yeah. know what I mean? Oh, no, I me think too. That, I think that all these little bitch kids that say that's abuse, that's abuse. No, you need to get your ass whooped once in a while. Mm-hmm. So it'll keep you honest. I'm sorry. I just agree with that. And if you don't agree, I don't care. Like, <laughs> I well, see what this world's coming to where kids don't have any sort of consequences for their actions. That's not fair. That's not fair to them either. And I think boys more because, look, you have all these single mothers of men. Who's going to tell them no? Mom? Who's now, you know, let's say five foot four and their child is six foot two and 300 pounds. Mm-hmm. How, how are you going to tell your kid he's not going out tonight because he wants to go gallivanting through the city? You know, when <laughs> when I was growing up, they brought them to my house <laughs> because my mom was wild and my dad was just you're not going to fuck up, right? Like this is how it's going to be, but we don't even have community anymore as, as a society for people to even get the help for all these single mothers to have any sort of support. Right. But we, but we had in the back in the day, like I'm saying men, well, for one men stayed with their children or they had a better way of fixing that where, you know, there there was still co-parenting and, and it probably died with our parents. Yeah, well, right? it stopped when women started taking away everybody's rights as men, too. Instead mm-hmm. of coming to a happy mm-hmm. medium, it became that this, this guy's the perpetrator. Let's take everything we can from him. I think that's when it started to change, because before that, men could be more around their kids and they mm-hmm. weren't so damn resentful trying to be around them either. You know, it yeah. wasn't so freaking frustrating for them. It, it, it's it, got to be crazy, like how bad women would bury the father you know, Man. see, like I, I and I can say it and the people who know around me and you could even ask my kid. Uh, I never said anything bad about his mom. Mm-hmm. I was there's there. no reason I to. Know, right? there's, there was no reason to bury her, whether I was mad at her or not. And thankfully, there wasn't a lot of real resentment anyway. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't going to solve any problems. You're just you're making someone the enemy. And I think. Men, women who are bitter for whatever reason, bury dad. So now dad is always going to be the enemy and you're just making a resentful, lonely, pissed off man in a house alone. And you're making a bunch of pissed off kids Mm -hmm. because they're wondering why their dad doesn't love them. They're wondering why nobody's there when they need them. They're wondering why they weren't good enough for for their parents to make it work. They've got their own set of hangups. What do you think is a way that we could fix this situation? And again, I'm throwing that out on a very 
a very long limb because I think that there's I tons that. that we can do. I thought about that. And, and me as a person being the talker that I am and the one that will just go up and hug anybody. And the one that like will strike up a conversation. I need to maybe be more thoughtful in my actions on a day to day. And if I see something, I, I should say something or just open up and say, Hey, how's it going? If, if I catch somebody's eye or, and, and not to flirt, not to be, you know, doing anything, but just to like be more willing to be open. I really do have good conversations with, with my male friends. I, I really ask them questions they don't want to answer. I, I like having that sort of relationship with them. So I think in that respect with my, with my friends, they know that they should, and, and they would absolutely be supported if they needed anything. They, they should call me. They know that. I know they know that. Right. You know that, right? Of course. Well, <laughs> okay. Me? Are you, you're not really asking me that. No, are you? no, I'm just saying, oh, like, okay. I'm just saying, I hope I did a good job in, in the men in my life, especially that I make special time for them because I was raised with a bunch of men, really good men that were really good to me. So I don't have that any sort of hangups about a man being a man or a woman being a woman. I'm, I'm good with that. So, but I, I, I think as women, we are the soft side and we're supposed to be the soft side. That's what our specialty is. We're, we're, we're the warmth in the heart. So I think as society, we need to stop just telling men they're shit and they're worthless and we don't need them and, and start really validating the point that we're all in this together and we all need to treat each other better. And, and if we take the time to have better relationships with one another, man and women, especially, then there won't be such a high divorce rate and there won't be such a high suicide rate. There also won't be as high of abuse rate because if we're meeting in the middle and we're working as people, and I think as a whole, that's what everybody's trying to do is just be happy and try to, mm -hmm. you know, get along. I think if we do that and, and we don't keep making victims out of ourselves, things could get better. I'm not saying that life will be perfect. I'm not saying that, you know, roses and sunshine are on the horizon. We just got to mm. be nice to the man next to us. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is we start with our own actions. It's like that, that Michael Jackson song, man in the mirror. Like it starts with who we are and we need to quit freaking blaming one thing over another. It's everybody's fault that everything in this world is going on period. Cause we're all in it. We're all influencing it. Yeah. Uh, my big thing is to stop telling people that masculinity is not good. We, yeah. we need to stop that. Um, toxic masculinity is what makes this planet go. When you, there's a, there's a guy out there who people hate his name's Andrew Tate, but you should, we should listen to him on, on a lot of different levels. He says that everyone hates tox, toxic masculinity until someone's trying to hurt you. And then who do you call the most toxic person with a gun that can come and save you? But masculinity in general is not bad. Stop trying to feminize men. We're not. And you're femininity, not supposed to be. We're not supposed to be. Femininity and masculinity 
are the yin and yang as well. We need masculine people to to run society and we need feminine people to make sure or feminine women and masculine men to make sure that both those yin and yangs go together, that when you have children, that you can have both a side of of harshness and a side of love. And then they meet in the middle. And in a regular relationship, you do need masculinity because when you're out and something arises, you want that man to stand up and make sure that you don't get hurt or you, this doesn't happen. There's nothing wrong with that. We're, we are now making any kind of masculinity horrible. I mean, you have men in dresses on the covers of magazines now where you look at it and you know, it's it's almost humorous in a sad way. We we need to be OK with men being men and women being women. There's nothing wrong with this. If we don't start doing this as a culture back in this country, at least, and maybe any Western society, we're going to push ourselves away because everyone else is that way. China, Africa, you know, the Middle East. With even their downfalls of how they treat women, don't get me wrong. I don't want to say that the way some of the women are treated in those countries isn't bad, but at least they have they have their places in society. And most societies run better when you use that format. It's it's worked for, you know, three or four thousand years. Why are we trying to change it now? And it's changing so rapidly. That's what's kind of interesting to me. I remember when I was younger, my parents would say, well, times were different when I was a kid. I get that now because it really mm-hmm. was different for us. You know, being raised where where we were, it's it's not even the same world that we're looking at. And mm-hmm. and I know our my generation is specifically, I hear them saying all the time, what, what the hell did we do wrong? That is going so far the other way. Yeah. But if you if you have enough influences that that are, you know, out there and pushing their agendas, it doesn't take very it doesn't take very much, you know, Mm-mm. before somebody's like really out there and make just screaming it. And yeah. It, it's really, a- should we be screaming anybody's agenda? Really? Like <laughs> Well, I mean, look, you should fight for what you believe in. And I'm not and I'm never going to say that that you shouldn't. But there's also a, a point where you have to look on how society in general works and how it's worked. It, it's just a, a norm of of how we are as this animal, because that's what we are. We're animals. If if you went into any structured animal world and tried to change how they are, they would not survive. Mm-hmm. And just because we're a bigger brained standing up organism doesn't mean that we're smarter than the bears. We're not. It's true. We, we need to stay in, in our lane. And it, mostly if these people like, I'll, I'll give you the example of like climate deniers or saying, you know, if we don't do this, we're the world's going to end. And if we don't do this, we're fine or whatever. If we don't continue to mate, (laughs) there won't be anyone here for the planet to survive. It'll just (laughs) right down the toilet. (laughs) And and that's reality. But we we need to pick men up, I think, a little bit more these days and 
And as you can tell, someone who used to be a woman who's now a man for eight years realizes that it's not the happy place that everyone thinks it is to be a man in this society. And if we keep pushing and keep pushing, we're going to not have women being protected by men anymore. And we're it's going to be a much more harsher world to live in. We need we need we need strong men to make sure that the world keeps going because strong men end up making softer men because then they think they don't have to do anything. And then the world goes to shit. And who do they start looking for? Stronger men again, because it's the only one who's going to rebound that society. So build to me, go find young men. And I mean, young men like 20 and younger and make sure you tell them what it means to be a man in society. Because the colleges and the media is telling them to be weak individuals who just stand by with a sign in their hand instead of being the one throwing punches. And sometimes you have to throw punches because if you don't, you will end up being weak. And like uh, there's a uh, my friend down the street. Uh, I do my best. His father isn't in his life enough. So I made it my thing to make sure that I check on him and make sure he's doing okay. And that, that um, some man in his life gives a shit about him because he's a good kid and I don't want him to go off the rails, you know, thinking it's, it's, you know, that men are, or fathers or men are all like that. Cause they're not, That's people true. care about you. And I make sure my kid knows that like, it's, you have to be a strong man. Because that's what women will want later on in life. They're going to want a strong man who's going to take care of them that they feel safe with. And I don't mean safe in just like, oh, thank goodness everything's fine. No, like I feel safe around this guy. Like he's going to take care of me and my kids and make sure nothing happens to us and we get home safe. To me, that's way more important in life. And that's what I want in a mate. I want a mate who's who's okay with taking on sometimes the, the feminine role of let me talk to them on this level instead of, cause men are brash. We talk very, <laughs> I mean, I hate to say it just like very on top of people. Sometimes it's good to <laughs> give a woman the lead and say, go talk to them and see what's wrong with them. We need that yin and yang, but we need to stop burying men under this very false societal shit that you're not, you don't need to be a man anymore. You need to be soft. You need to cry. You need to be open. Well, and there is, there is a time and space for that in life. There is, mm -hmm. there but, is. but we also need them to be the ones to suck it up sometime. But I just think as a, as a society right now, we're, we're asking men to not only go against who they are with their strength, but to, you know, we're going to make fun of them for being strong on top of it, but we're going to lean on them when we need it. But, you know, I'm like, what are we doing? Like, it just doesn't seem fair. And, it's a yo-yo relationship. Yeah. And, and, you know, the funny thing about it is when, you know, when we're when I'm with my friends, maybe because we're older, and we see a guy and he's doing something like really like 
you know, manly? carrying something. Yeah, manly. They're carrying something really big or they're <laughs> they're getting dirty and they're doing like their job or whatever. We all kind of rubberneck it and look at them and go, damn, you know, that's hot because it's genetically it is. Yes. It's supposed to be sexy. It's supposed to be attractive. And and I'm not thinking, oh, I wish he'd put that down and like start, you know, start complaining about his life with me. That's not what I'm yeah. thinking. I'm no. Like, wait, you just threw that around, Ken. I get some of that attention. Yeah. <laughs> or or you, you know. know when something needs to get done that you can't do physically, he's gonna be the person there to make sure it gets done, regardless mm-hmm. of what that is. It's taking the tree out of the ground. It's, you know, getting replacing the tire on the freeway. Yeah. If some, someone's in your face, he's going to make sure he's in between you and making sure that that stops. It's, it's okay to be a man in society today. And I wish more people will push that instead of the weakening of this modern man. Well, I don't know how much influence I have, but I really do try all the time to tell people, no, that's wrong. Like, don't you like that men are sexy like that? Aren't you turned on by the fact that he wants to growl at you before you guys have sex? Like, it, it's okay to be wanted like that, isn't sure. it? It's, it is. So why would you why would you cut him down for all these things? I'm just hearing a lot of shit lately about men. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, wait, it doesn't make sense. Why are you mad at that? Mm-hmm. Why are and you mad at that? And most of those burly, manly men, they want feminine women. Well, that's just reality. I noticed that in my life, the ones that are kind of the biggest dicks are normally closer friends to me. Like the the guys that are like, I'm I'm super mad. You know, I do this there. They they first of all, they entertain me because I think they're funny that they're so, you know, themselves. But also, I think they like it, too, because I never put them down. I'm like, that's right. Grout or, you know, give it to them. Like I encourage bad behavior or what people think is bad behavior just because it's more entertaining for me. But I also think that when guys are acting like that, it is sexy. I am yeah. OK with that. And it, it, it's worked for thousands of years, Tina. You know, my thousands genetics are saying that you were right, and, Rob. And just remember <laughs> and just remember, like at some point there was a guy with a club who hit some woman over the head and dragged you know, her by the hair and, back and to a sometimes cave. Sometimes I would even say that's sexy. So, yeah, look, it, it's it's fact. It's built into us. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to we're going to leave it on that. Make sure you check our social medias, uh, Facebook, Twitter, Twitter, Instagram, and make sure you go to all the podcasting places. You can listen to this, share, like, follow, follow for free. It's all free. It's great. We don't cost a thing. And uh, yeah, this is an opinion show, so don't get it twisted. If you'd like to come on and talk with us, we're more than happy to have people on. And uh, yeah, until next week. Anything else there, Miss Tina? Have a good Father's Day. Uh, Do my best. We'll talk to you later. All right. Bye-bye.